Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hello, all my naughty ones, and welcome back to Dr. Zoe Today. Tonight, we're going to talk to Keith Webb, the real magic, and learn about his life as a stripper. You know, you might know Keith from E! Entertainment's Men of the Strip that premiered last year. Keith is now traveling internationally with the Chippendales. Welcome to the show, Keith. Hey, Zoe. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm keeping busy. <laughs> good. Before we get started, let's give out some of your social media links so everybody can go check you out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, my two main social medias is Facebook and Instagram, especially Instagram. I'm an Instagram whore. <laughs> many, so. many are. Many are. So what's your Instagram? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Keith Webb, which is my first and last name. So K-E-I-T-H-W-E-B-B. Okay, and then Facebook, they can just put in your name, Keith Webb, and find you that way? Keith Webb, pretty simple stuff. Awesome, so. awesome. So, how long have you been a stripper? How long have I been a stripper? Ooh, long time. So, some, some would say too long, but I don't know. I'm never tired of my job. Uh, I've been doing it since, I would say, 2008. So, I guess okay. add it up. So, for a while. But I, I love what I do, and I, I, I don't know, I seem... I, every time I try to get out of it, it seems like a new opportunity pops up. So I'm constantly in the in this male review stripper world. So yeah, how did you get started? So 2008, that's like eight years, right? So yeah, let's see, yeah, what's ten years? No, no, no. Wait. Okay, so 2008, we're in 2005. Yeah, my my math is good. Seven years. So seven years, and so how did you get started? Uh, very, very interesting story, actually. Um, I used to, I, I grew up with a musical theater background. I used to do a lot of music theater, and uh, I did the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know that show, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I played Rocky, the, the creature, and Rocky, it, he's, you know, shirtless, and he wears, like, gold, you know, booty shorts. And the guy playing Frank in front of the transvestite, he, the, in real life, he was just like, hey, you have a great body. You should come dance from, you should come dance at my club. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, 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 it's weird. I don't know. And, and like, he's like, no, 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 it's cool. And then, like, you know, he's like, it's a gay club. He's like, so you got to be cool with guys touching. And I'm like, okay. You know, I was like, I'll, I'll come check it out. You know, because he said money was involved to come check it out. So first time I went, I went to a gay club. It was called Club Excess in York, Pennsylvania. And York, uh, Pennsylvania. I remember. That's like upstate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I, I I got super drunk the first night I did it, and it was really easy. I was like, oh my goodness, I could just dance shirtless and in in my undies like and make money. I was like, oh this is this is cake, and I've been I've been addicted ever since. Wow, wow. Okay, so for people who may not know who you are, describe yourself. Describe myself. Um, let's see. I am a guy. I am uh, <laughs> six foot three. Uh, I'm tall. Three, really? I think if you're over six foot, but I didn't know if you're like six one. So you're six three, and six you're three. and then you're mixed, but you don't look mixed. You look more like kind of Spanish and white, but you're okay. actually Italian and black, right? Mixed. You got it. Yeah, oh, I get I get Latin all the time, all the all the time. But any person can nail it out. Like 
are you Italian or are you part black? I'm like, all right. I was like, okay, all right. No, I like those people. I'm like, okay, definitely that's cool. Definitely Italian. That's a great, that's a great mix. And it's definitely working for you, huh? Oh, uh, thank you. Thank, thanks to my mommy <laughs> for that one. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your experience with Men of the Strip. How did you get into that and how was the experience for you? Well, at the time I was uh, living in New York and I always say like I was, because uh, like I said, musical theater background, so I was auditioning and singing by day, and then I was a stripper uh, by night. sing a little something. Go ahead. Sing a couple bars. Let me hear you. Oh, no. You're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> okay. Um, real quick. Um, <clears throat> if I ever fall in love again, I will be sure that the lead is just like you. And that's kind of what, what put my foot with with male reviews, such as Chippendales and Men of the Strip. You know, uh, every guy has, like, their unique talent, and I guess singing was, was kind of, well, catapult, catapult right, so, me to So you're the in, job. I love that word, catapult. That's the name of my company. Did you know that? No, <laughs> look at that. Catapult Enterprises. Besides. All right, so you're in New York, and what were you doing, and how did you get discovered for Men of the Strip? Well, um, like I said, like, so I was singing and stuff, so I was, like, singing audition in my day, and then at night, I was a stripper to, to you know, pay my bills. Okay. So, um, and I saw an audition, you know, like, they need singers who entertain, but it's also a stripping show. So I was just like, oh, it's kind of like best of both worlds. I can strip and sing. I was like, I never really seen something like that before, and I was like, you know what, I'll go check it out. And the show was based in Vegas, and at the time, coincidentally, my brother who is a Baptist pastor, by the way, uh, he wow. lives in Vegas. And oh, wow. he lives, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he has his whole family, and I have, like, two nephews that live out there. So I was like, you know what? Let me go to this audition. If it works, you know, it's cool. I get to, I get to be with my nephews, and, you know, it gives me an excuse to come to church every week <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. So. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know more about that because I grew up Baptist. So he's a Baptist pastor in Vegas, so it's probably a lot more liberal than the way I grew up. But, yes. I mean, how well, does he feel about you being a stripper? I, well, you know, that was a big day. Well, we grew up really strict Baptist, and now yeah, the brothers so in Vegas were a lot more oh laid back. But my brother, you know, my brother. Your brother your, so your brother, like, so my brother and I grew up strict Baptist, Baptist school, right. Baptist camp, Baptist. Likewise, so we, likewise, the, absolutely. Church, were you in Awana, dude? If the church. I was. <laughs> I was. Oh, okay, my God. For everybody, for everybody listening, Awana is like the Baptist, Christian, uh, yeah. Boy Scouts, and Girl Scouts. So I was in Awana, like, my whole life. And, I oh, mean, yeah. from the time I was a little cubby all the way up. And, um, you know, it was crazy. And so uh, if the church doors were open, Sunday. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, yep. Awana night, this yep, night, oh, special speaker night. Oh, then we went oh to God. camp, and my mother worked at the Baptist camp. So every <sighs> fucking night, I'm in chapel every night. And then, you know, I mean, it was nice. I wanted to be a missionary, but, you know, I guess right, God, had other plan- God had other plans for us, man, you know. But my it, brother right. didn't really rebel that bad, but I did. I rebelled I that. did, did, yes. did your brother I was the rebel? rebellious one. No, my brother, my brother's not. My brother was the good guy. He's the older, he's the good boy, and, like, Aww. he's a pastor now. He's got a wife and two kids Aww. and stuff. But my brother, my brother always says, you know, he's like, whatever you do, it's just a small, it's just a small thing for something bigger. And he says, yeah, you know, Men of the Strip is just, 
a yeah. small part of your life that's for something bigger. God has something bigger for your plan. Right. And my brother is always family's first, you know what I mean? So no matter oh. what I do, he's always going to love me and he's always going to be there for me. And that's why I'm so blessed to have a great, great family. That's really cool. That's awesome. Okay, so you're in New York. You get picked to be on there. Your brother happens to live in Vegas. So mm-hmm. you went and stayed with him and did the show or what? No, so uh, what happened is, you know, pretty much they said, you ministry called me. They're like, hey, we want you. We're going to start a tour, a promotional tour to promote it. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, you know, packed my stuff. I moved out to Vegas, and we started doing uh, a tour for a year. And uh, it's it's funny seeing a brand slowly build itself up. It was almost like, uh, yeah, I don't know if you ever see the movie, the 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 uh, that thing you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, that's that's the only example I can describe how Men of the Strip was. It was like this small, you know, boy band making its way. We're going from city to city, and each day you get <laughs> yeah. bigger and bigger. And then you know, out of nowhere, you know, we get a reality show, and here I am, here we are on TV, Damn. and it, yeah. it's just. It's crazy, and it, 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 it was an awesome, awesome ride that I'm so grateful I got to experience. That's awesome. I know a lot of the guys, too, and you're with a lot of really good guys. So Great what, guys. Is yeah, yeah. Your, what is your new position with the Chippendales now? Chippendales, uh, they called me, uh, and they asked me, they said, hey, what are you up to? And I was like, not much. You know, not much work right now with Men at Strip. And they said, you should, you should come over you know, audition in Chippendales, and I did, and I am the singer slash host and dancer for oh. uh, the Vegas and the tour show, but more, mostly the tour show. I'm kind of the backup singer in the Vegas show. So, okay, so Vegas, and then you are traveling internationally, right? Yes, yeah, I'm just going to start Euro Tour in September. Awesome, awesome. So before the show and before you go out on stage, how do you get yourself hyped up? How do I get myself You know, it's funny. Every guy has its own thing. Yeah. My thing, I'm very like, I, I mean, you're going to think I'm a hippie. I'm very like inward. Like I'm very uh, meditative, before show, like I, I, get, I get very, yeah, I get very quiet. I get very like collected and like I just save everything I have for the stage. That's so awesome. you'll hear me, you'll hear me talk less and less like we're closer and closer to the show until when it's like when it's like five minutes of place i'm just sitting in a chair staring mm. like i mean you can still come up and talk to me i still talk and all that i'm not like like i'm not in like a so what's going through your head like when you're meditating before a show like are you thinking like i want to be every woman's fantasy i'm gonna bring it tonight like what what kind of thoughts are you having my thing is you know i'm just i'm just totally i clear my i clear my head just like um, I think it's called constant meditation where you, when you're meditating, you're not thinking about anything. You're just yeah. clearing everything. You're clearing your head. Quieting. But, I yeah. mean, my goal as, as a, a stripper and a, and a male review dancer when I'm on stage, it's, you know, a lot of people, a lot of guys get the, the wrong misconception about male review. A lot of people think, like, oh, it's about the guys and it's about them getting as big as possible. And, it, and it's, it's, it's talking about, oh, which, guy, uh, which girl they're going to fuck tonight. And, like, it's not about that. To me, when I'm on stage, my job is to make every girl in the audience feel sexy and feel wanted. Right. The, 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 and, and there's nothing sexier than a confident woman. I love a confident woman. And that's our job. Our job is, Amen. you yeah. know, I'm supposed to dance on the, the, the woman who's been married for 30 years who hasn't touched her husband in years. And my job <laughs> is to make her feel sexy and make her feel horny. I want her to get horny. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so horny. Like, I want, I want to get fucked tonight. My man's going to get it tonight. 
Or I want to dance on the the woman who's a widower, you know, a widow, and, like, she doesn't have her husband anymore. She hasn't touched me in years. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to come over that wheelchair, and I'm going to make her touch my body. And, you know, that's my job is, is, is just to make women feel more confident and more sexy about right. who they are. Because it makes about, my job we, a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. We talk about that here on the show all the time, that confidence is the sexiest thing that anybody can wear, and it's so true. Being attractive to women is also being seductive as well. So where are some of the the behind-the-scenes scoop? Because I know a lot of your guys, and I know there's training on how to not just be hot and sexy, but be seductive as well. So tell my listeners a little bit about that. Like, yeah, being seductive, like, um, what I loved about Men of the Strip, we were individuals, and every guy, you know, was a master of talking to women, and every guy had his own strategy. I was, I was considered the mama's boy, uh, which I, I still don't totally agree with that name, but anyway, mama's boy, which, which means, like, I was the innocent, fun, always Aww. smiling type, the yeah. guy you could take to mom, you know, and, and, and stuff like that, and then you had guys who just want to fuck. They're like, I'm going to bend you over in the bathroom, and I'm going to fuck you dirty. And, like, there's girls who love that, you yeah. know? And then you have, like, one of my favorite guys is, is Joel Sajan. Joel was in the TV show. He's uh, the Latin lover. Yeah. And, uh, to, and to this day, I feel like he's the greatest stripper of all time. And I've learned so much from him. He's a, a romance, and he's very, uh, he's very touchy, and he's very eye contact. He doesn't look at any part of the woman but the eyes. Like, wow. And it's almost intimidating for the woman uh, so yeah, everybody has its own strategy, but mine is definitely goofier and a little bit like more the fun. Sweet, the sweet airheadish type, like like little boy type guy. Like the yeah, and kind of like, and it's yeah. and it's the least intimidating. It's the most like it's more like realistic, you know. And yeah. it's like, oh, this guy's like a real guy, you know. This guy, oh, this guy, you know. I love that you guys big. play different roles. I think that's awesome. That's smart. It's, it's, it's very smart. Yeah, it's necessary, you know, and, uh, you know, so, and even, even my story with the fact that, you know, I like bigger women, you know, it, it, it's, yeah. it, it's there's, there's something for each woman Speaking when they come to the show. That's right. I like my girls, BBW. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. I don't want to suck you dry, man. Eat some lunch with you. Yeah, eat some lunch with yeah, so thick that everybody else <laughs> I is say, so I uncomfortable. I'm going to play my theme song right now. Ass on Houston, Texas, with the face look just like Claire Huxtable. Oh. By the way. So, like, seriously, like, all right. So, I'm curvy. Like, I'm a big girl. I'm curvy. I'm Greek and I'm Greek and Italian. So, I got some of that. Oh. going on grew up you know my grandparents had tons of restaurants and stuff we love to eat but not oh, only yeah. that everybody in my family is thick you know what I mean we're we're built right. basically like black women you know what I mean but Good. the thing is is that <laughs> but I've seen you with some girls that are like pretty but big 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 girls so like what's oh, yeah. up with that yeah so like I like, how, I wait like wait it. this is what I want to know were you okay. always were you always like that, or is that just like a like a branding thing for the show, or are you legit? Oh, like, have you always been into big women? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I've gotten that question a lot. A lot of people are like, do you just do that for TV? And actually, one of the main reasons why they cast me for the show was because I, I was attracted to bigger women, and it's something like I, I don't want to get like the show the chick the girlfriend that you had in the show. She Tasha. was pushing. She was pushing what three fifty? Like she's a big, big girl. Yeah, she was I mean, pushing I'm like sure, three hundred. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she was a sweetheart. Yeah, I'm sure she was a doll. But I mean, did you, she was a big did girl. You ever see, yeah, I, I well, I met her on Instagram. I'm like, if oh. you ever seen her Instagram, you'd be blown away by her pics. She's 
so beautiful in her pictures. Aww. I was just blown away by her beauty and, you know, yes. and how, how... Were you how always beautiful. into big girls? When did this start? Yeah, I, I always was in, in the big girls. Um, I remember the first time I saw a naked woman, you know, it was on the, you know, on the cable channel. And I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. And then I remember the first time I saw my first big girl naked, I was like, whoa, this is even better. I was just like, and I pretty much like never, I never went back. And, you know, a lot of guys like bigger women, they're just, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're ashamed to admit that. You know what I mean? I, don't know. And even, I think it's kind of in style now. Like I have a big I, ass, and I now. get so many compliments. But I always have, even like in high school and stuff. Like you know, I mean, I was like, you know, I always have gotten so many compliments on my on my ass. Yeah. But now with like Nicki and stuff, I mean, Nicki Minaj and like it, it's definitely like the year of the booty and Absolutely. you know the thick woman and stuff like that. But like when you were jerking off when you were going through puberty, was it to thick women or curvy women yeah. or big women or was it? So you were always, even when you were young. Yeah, even when I was young, even when I was young, I, I always knew I liked bigger women. And you know, even but even as, as a guy, I still had to pr- uh, progress. And like you know, we'd be like thick girls, and we'd be bigger girls, and then I slowly made it to like big, big girls. But I like all different <laughs> types. It just it yeah. just took me a while to admit that I liked that, and and to be proud that I liked that because society, you know, tells you that's yeah. not cool. So. I'm not yeah. going to say that. Like, I've always liked big girls. I've always been proud of it. No, it was a process. And yeah. I realized... Because once people I probably got, called you, like, a chubby chaser and shit like that, right? Yeah, which is not... It's nothing, you know, it doesn't offend me or anything. It's like, it's, right. it's, I am who I am. You know what I mean? And exactly. I got to a point where you I like, just said... You like what I you said, like. You want to grab right. a hold of some meat and, you know, that's what you want to do? Then, and, hey. And my favorite my favorite thing is I love to do is, like, like me and my girl, like, like, like me and Tasha... <laughs> no, 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 no. Even better. We'll go to like a club, right? Or yeah. we'll go to a pool party in, in Vegas, like a pool club, right? Yeah. So she's wearing her skimpy outfit and she's a big girl. And I got my big girl with me. And I know there's probably a handful of guys in there that want Tasha so bad. They're like, man, yeah. I want that big girl so bad. But they're so ashamed of it. They're so ashamed. But me, on the other hand, I'm like, man, I got my big girl and I'm rubbing my hands all over her. I'm so proud to be with her. And these guys wish they were me, but they're right. afraid to admit it. And right. I'm like, you know what? If I can be a guy that says, you know what? I like what I like and my life is fine and I'm actually happy, you know, exactly. maybe it'll help them well, to be open what, with that's it. That's what it's all about is like for the past couple of years, all we talk about with all my brands, the show here with my business is being authentically yourself. So I think Absolutely. society is becoming more and more aware of this. It's becoming a trend to be authentically you. So, hey, I think that's awesome that you're honest about it and you're not ashamed of it. That just shows that you got brass balls. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because there's always, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, like me doing this show, like a lot of my family is religious and they hate it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm always going to do what I feel is authentically me and everybody Absolutely. else and whoever doesn't like it can kiss, kiss my ass. And if you're listening yeah. and you're just creeping, kiss my ass and like, I don't care. You know what I mean? So I think that's yeah. awesome that you're, you know, willing to just step out and be public about what you like, you know, what turns you on. What's the most tips you've ever made in one night? Tips I've made in one night? Um, yeah, money. How much money have you brought in? Like one, one night where you counted your money and you're like, damn. I'll say this. This is a, fu- this is a fun fact that I feel like, a lot of people would like to hear. Um, I've danced in gay bars and I've danced in the male review, like, you know, for women. 
Uh, oh, you need more money in the gay bar, hands down, because gay absolutely. men have money. Oh, yeah, gay men, gay have, men money. have money. Because oh, I, I always tell people, I'm like, how many CEOs and vice presidents are women? How many of them are men? And how many of them are gay? You know what I mean? You got a point. You got a point. In the gay clubs, it's almost disrespectful to, like, give a dollar or two dollars. Mostly, like, it's usually five, tens, twenties. Yeah. And that's not even a lap dance. So I make a lot more money in in the gay community than I do in, uh, with women. But women are more fun. So it's worth the the pay cut. You know? Yeah. So as you're humping and grinding on these horny women, because women at male reviews and strip clubs and Chippendale shows, I mean, they go fucking ballistic. I think it's because mm-hmm. it's more taboo. I mean, guys go to the strip bars, no big deal. But have any of the women gotten out of hand, like grabbed your packet oh, or like slid their hand yeah. in your G-string? Because they're drunk most of the time, too, yeah. right? Women, women are worse than men. Women are worse <laughs> than men. Because as men, we're taught boundaries. You know why? We're because taught... they've been oppressed for so long in this right. kind of stuff. So it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's finally, like, they feel liberated probably, oh. you know? Oh, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, that's exactly, that's exactly right. You know, and they always say, like, guys are dogs. But if there's one thing I've learned <laughs> in male review, so are women. But women yeah. hide it better. But women, they, be, they become their animal selves when they're in the mail review, when they're in the club. And each girl who goes, oh, I'm not like that, I'm not like that. You come into a mail review, you have a drink, you become that animal. And because you're allowed to be. It's, it's your night. It's a woman's night. You can be the loudest, sluttiest girl you want to be because it's your night. And you will All not right. be judged for it. So, and I, I wish mean, women would do that every day. You know, yeah. and just be themselves. And yeah, stop being exactly, so, oh, exactly. I don't want to do this because then I'm a slut. And it's like, no, stop thinking that way. You're slut right. if you think you're a slut, you know? No, you're be yourself. expressive. Yeah. Definitely be yourself and definitely have confidence because that's the most attractive thing to men. I think a lot of women and girls, I have a lot of girls who listen to this show too, I think there's a lot of insecurity maybe because they feel like yes. they're not this or they're not that. And what happens is is that they end up being somebody's side host, side piece, side bitch, you know, mistress, and they don't have enough mm-hmm. confidence to really, you know, know that they can have someone all to themselves. And it's really right. sad. So we try to, like, give, like, really positive information and stuff here. We're controversial here on Dr. Zoe today, but we have a positive message. So everybody knows when guys go to strip clubs, a lot of times they can get little sexual favors on the side in the back room or behind the curtain for a certain price. Have you been paid to hook up? Oh, it's it, left and right, left and right. It's and uh, and I've been offered. I love you. Thank you for being honest. I no 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 no, no. Yeah, I've been I've well, been I've been yes. offered. I've been offered. Okay, okay, okay. Taking taking was a completely different story. Um, okay. But um, if you if you were to take those opportunities, you'd be making bank. You'd be set. Yeah. Um, if, like if, if you sold your body, and which I'm totally totally for, and I'm I'm definitely for sex workers' rights and stuff like that, you know, but my thing is, the reason why I haven't done that is because I want to do more, yeah. uh, and because of society, you know, it could hinder me from doing other things outside the male review. I got you, I got you, but, but, I mean, in your career as a male stripper, I mean, because you've been doing this a long time, so let's yeah. talk even years ago, I'm sure you've at least hooked up with girls after shows, right? Yes, but not a lot. Not not a lot. <laughs> okay, well, what's I have. the raunchiest sex you've had with a fan after a show? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. So, And I, I even told the guys this after it happened. They were just like, that's awesome. 
So, because I usually don't take girls after, after the show. Usually I just like to smoke weed and watch like a Disney movie. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so one night, one night I'm dancing, I'm dancing in Jersey. I remember it was, I'm sorry, it was, I'm sorry. After a show, I usually don't want to hook up with girls. I want to smoke weed and watch a Disney movie. Hell yeah. You are, Hell yeah. you are so cute. You are that little boy, that little sweet innocent right. boy. No, okay, go ahead. So tell me the so story. Anyway, I remember after I, a show. I vividly remember this is Asbury Park, New Jersey. I see this one my girl. Father, my father grew up there. He played with Bruce Springsteen. But, yeah, go ahead. That's another yeah, story. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a stone pony. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, okay, so what happened? Is. Anyway, so I see this chick, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this chick's hot. You know what I mean? She's, you know, she's got, you know, curse for days, and she was confident. And, you know, I was talking to her and stuff, and, you know, long story short, it's, it's freezing cold, by the way. It's like, it's like 20 degrees out. And, but I was so horny. I was just like, oh, I'm so horny. So, and we were on a tour bus, so I didn't really have a room. So yeah. what I did is I was like, okay, come, come meet, meet me somewhere. So we meet in front of this hotel, and she was going to get a room, but she decided not to get a room. But we were just really horny. So I took her around the hotel, and literally, we were in the front of the hotel. This is late at night, by the way, but it was like probably midnight. But it was in the front <laughs> of the hotel. She, you know... She was just like, I can't handle this. She, she drops my pants down. She starts going down on me in front of the hotel, like outside. You know, yeah, like anybody good. could drive in. That was kind of the exciting part. So she starts going down, and I'm like, oh, my God. She's you know, like, this is amazing. And I'm like, all right. He's, I'm like, I got to fuck you now. Okay. So I literally, we're in front of the hotel. You know, she pulls down. I'm, by the way, we're bundled up in, like, our, our big puffy jackets, <laughs> by the way. The only thing that's showing is, like, our pants. She pulls down her pants. I pull down mine. You know what I mean? And then we just start, I just start, you know, she has her hand up against the hotel wall and I'm just, I'm just going in from behind her. And I swear it was so hot. I, well, when I was in her, it lasted probably maybe, maybe two minutes. I want to say three minutes. Come on, because it was so hot. Because, see, and that's the thing. So, you know, but normally you're not a two-pump chump, right? No, 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 no. No, but, Everybody listening, like, I encourage couples that are, like, maybe they're married. Maybe they've been in a monogamous relationship for a long time. Like, I love having sex outside or in the movie theater yeah. or in the bathroom or at a, in a sports arena, anywhere in the corner of a club. And I tell people all the time, like, spice up your sex life and do wild and crazy stuff like this. And right. you just, what you just said just proves that it just makes it so hot when it's, oh. like, out in public or somewhere or it's just like, oh, shit, we might get caught, but let's fuck real fast. That's hot. That's really hot. Okay, right. so most women you've ever been with at one time? Most? Oh, man. Um... Actually, we, I just got done going to, in Vegas, there's a thing called the BBW Con, which is Big Beautiful Women Convention. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, all the big girl porn stars that were okay. there. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I'm, I can I'm honestly sick. say I've watched tons of lesbian porn, but that's one kind of porn I haven't watched. But go ahead. Oh, big girl? That's go ahead with your story. Go so your anyway, story. I, see, I see all these girls and stuff like that, so I was just like, wow. I ended up doing there, I ended up having sex with, three girls, maybe four. I don't know. One girl was coming in and out. One girl was coming in and out. But uh but it was it was it was a challenge though. That would like, have made to, a great porn. 
you with like all these chubby chicks oh, on tried. you. So they how tried. big were they these tried. girls? How big were these girls? Uh, like what um, are we talking? Them, like average two two fifty, average three three fifty. Like what are we talking? All all of the above. Uh, you know they can go from you know plumper <laughs> to chubby to big to we call them SSDBWs, which is super sized big beautiful oh, women. Oh shit! Did you have one of those in the mix? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, it may have been in there. So Listen, you when you're in the heat of the moment, you literally had a ton on your dick that night. A ton, a thousand pounds of ton, right? Am I right? Probably. Like, listen. <laughs> when you're in the heat of the moment, you know what I mean. You, anything is possible. You're just like, give it to me. Just suffocate me. Like, just give it to me. So, do they do they ride you? Do they get on top and ride you, or what? Um, my favorite position, and I'll be very honest, a lot of people ask me, like, how is it having sex with, with a big girl? Is it, is it harder? Is it easier? And, you know, it, you know, there's definitely some skill involved. My favorite way and the way I get in deeper, the deepest is when they are on their knees and they're bent over. That's the deepest I can get in them. Yeah. Uh, when they ride on top, that visually, that's the best view. Uh, so I, I'm, and I'm a very visual person. <laughs> All guys and are visual. A, I'm even visual. You know I'm, a, I'm a female. Yeah. But my favorite position, and you're gonna laugh. My favorite position is the cuddle, the cuddle fuck position. I like having my arms around uh, her. Behind, like spoony, like yeah, spoony. spoony. But, yeah, then, but then you can like slip it out and like poke it in the ass a little, and then they're like, oh no, and then you go back in the pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens. Yeah, got you, got you. Okay, have you ever had a threesome with another guy, like a girl mm-hmm. and another guy? No, they tried. Oh, I like I I've been I've been in, in rooms, you know, with with uh, like we shared a girl and stuff, but we don't cross the streams. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, in you know, everybody's like ranting and raving about Magic Mike XXL. Is that a realistic portrayal of life as a male stripper? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it is. It isn't. It, it isn't. It isn't. Um, the okay. dancing is is spot on. In Magic okay. Mike, the dancing is, is amazing, and there are guys out there who can dance that well. Everything else, no, not really. Um, and that, that's funny you say that, because I actually am in Atlanta right now for an audition. I can't say what it is, but all I can say is it's based off a very popular movie. Oh, so, cool. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, awesome. I'm actually auditioning right now for that. But uh, but as for Magic Mike, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of it, a lot of it's fake, but it's fun, you know what I mean? And you know, whatever, whatever gets male review into the mainstream, absolutely. I'm like Magic yeah, Mike you're all the way. Support it, right, right. So when I was 18, I dated a male dancer, and he was really, really hot. But everywhere we went, if he passed by a mirror, he was constantly flexing his muscles and looking yep. in the mirror. And I got used to that. I was like, okay, he's a great-looking guy, so I can handle that. And I, I love to look in the mirror, and I'm like a girly girl, so I'm constantly like fixing my hair and shit. But he was in the mirror way more than me, and it was crazy. So we're dating for a while, and he's awesome, and you know. And I felt like, you know, I could totally handle what he did because I was completely confident. But we're making out, and we're finally getting intimate. And I'll never forget it. We're laying in bed together, and we're facing each other. And we're making out, and he's filling up my titties, and hands are going everywhere. And I went down, and I'm like, he had, like, some bright green, like, Speedo-type underwear on. And I'm, like, grabbing his cock. And I'm like, 
Oh, my God. It was so small. I mean, it was tiny, microscopic, mm-hmm. small. And it was fully erect, and it was like a baby dick. And I was like, um, I got to go. And I, like, got out of bed, and I walked away. And I was like, and some of my friends were, like, hanging out with other people in the same place. I was like, let's go. We need to go. And the reason why I wanted to go so quick is because I didn't want to laugh in his face. But it was so obvious that it was from using roids. Right. You know? So is that a problem in the male stripper community? like as far as like steroids go well steroids doesn't get your dick smaller steroids what steroids does uh it lowers your testosterone levels so it makes you a little bit more feminine and if anything your balls shrink but not permanently you know what i mean they so that the the whole like your dick gets smaller it's just complete myth um But you did learn Are you something. Are sure though. about that? Because there's a lot of guys who who've used roids and their dicks get small. So I don't well, know. They, they probably already had small dicks to begin with, but they don't okay, want to. Okay, you got that. a point. You got a point. Everybody's package is different. But is there pressure to use roids? Like, or is it accepted? Yeah. Or do guys get in trouble? Um, or what? Steroids. A lot of people have the misconception. Uh, consumption of steroids. A lot of people think, oh, steroids is gonna, it, you know, it's bad for you. It's gonna kill you. But it's it's a, any other drug. It's it's like a drug like any other drug that you use. And there's a lot more worse drugs out there to use. Um, right. Yes, I've been pressured to use it. Actually, I've lost jobs because I I've never because I don't use them. I personally don't because I don't need them. I know who I am. I I know that I'm sexy with what I have. And you know, I I don't need to get away. I don't want to get there. Right. I might. My role model wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone. It was yeah. more Patrick Swayze, John Travolta, Han Solo. You know, right. so um, you know you can be swapped with your shirt on just as much as you can have it off. So I don't, I don't need you steroids, but you are pressured absolutely to take them to get bigger because you'll never be sexy enough. But a lot of people who I feel like a lot of people who take them, they take advantage of it because they're insecure in themselves. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of men. For example, like the guy, the the, the dancer you danced you, that, that you've. Uh, you were with, when he's fact that he's looking in the mirror, I get it, you know, it's just temple, it's what makes money, but yeah. it, it, it tells you a lot about a person. It tells you yeah, that it was too much. Over, it was way too over, much. Yeah. Overcompensating for something else. Exactly. So we see a guy who constantly talks about himself. It was a, it was a tiny little, ass, tiny, inky-dinky ass. dick. It wasn't even like something you could work with. It was like ridiculous. So, yeah. So, yeah, Absolutely. I get it. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about relationships for a second. Is it hard to maintain a relationship in this industry? Because I would imagine, like, a lot of girls, like we talked about, like, unfortunately, um, a lot of girls are insecure and they might get jealous or, like, how has that been for you, like, as far as maintaining a relationship? Um, it's, it's possible, but it's not, I don't, I personally, I think it's very hard to be monogamous, uh, in a relationship. I'm actually in a, in a relationship right now, not with Tasha. Me and Tasha are great friends now, but, um, I'm actually Tasha is the big girl that was in the show? The TV show. Yeah. She was in the TV show. Okay. So she's great. And, um, I have a girlfriend now. I've actually been dating for almost a year now. And, uh, and it's actually with my first relationship, my first like real relationship because, Girls usually can't keep up with what I do. Yeah. And, um, but this girl, she can. She, she, she's the one who, who says, like, hey, we should do, you know, an open relationship. We should see how, you know, that is. And she's used to that lifestyle. I'm not. But, it's, it, but every day I go with her, I, I love it. I, and I love being with her. And That's awesome. She's a girl who can actually keep up with me, you know. That's awesome. I, you know, so I, I think it is okay. possible. But you have to go about it in a different way. You cannot go by society standards. You have to go by your own standards. Right. You and her or, or he right. or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not about what so all the, t- how we're supposed to do it. 
Did you lose your virginity to a big girl? How'd you lose your virginity? I lost my virginity to a big girl. Yeah, um, I, I, I was like seven. I was a teenager, you know, 17, 18, 19, somewhere around there. And uh, yeah, I lost my virginity virginity there. Actually, um, I could tell you a story about that. That's very interesting. Um, her name was Desiree. It's the first girl I've ever lost my virginity to in high school. Um, now, she, we had like a love triangle. She loved this other guy, and, he, and, they, and those two already fucked. And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> you know, I have to fuck her now. Like, I have to fuck her. I have to prove my, my manlyhood. So you I said, I, in there. <laughs> yeah, and I said, I said, I said, I said, I have to have sex with you. She's like, okay, when do you want to do it? I'm like, let's do it tomorrow. I'm like, okay. So I go there, and, you know, there's no sexual arousal. It's just, okay, I'm going to have sex with you. And she goes, okay, the condom's right over there. I'm like, okay, I've never put on a condom before. Smelled like shit. I hate condoms, by the way, but you still got to wear them. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, I'm trying to get it, trying to put it on, and everything's so awkward. And long story short, I couldn't get it up. And I'm like, I can't get it up. I'm like, I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with me. There's something, there's something wrong with me. And like, no I'm like, foreplay. I'm like, I'm gay, but I don't like, man, I don't, I don't know. And literally, and it was something I struggled with for a long time until I was around 18 or 19, the same girl. And what I realized with me, the way I operate, everything has to be natural and everything has to flow. Yeah. Um, that's why, that's why I can never be in male porn. That's why I never could be a porn star because I cannot deal with cameras. My, my thing has, my, it has to be organic. So with her, I you remember probably she probably like foreplay too. You were talking about the girl in front of the hotel sucking your dick first. So you right, right. And I'm need all about foreplay. Yeah. Well, I'm all about I'm all about the story, the fantasy. I'm all about uh, just connections. I'm, I'm yeah. I, that's how I, that's how I get off. Yeah. So with her, when I actually did have sex with her, it was raining. It was a thunderstorm. It was just me and her. She wanted she wanted me there to protect her, and it was really Aww. dark at night. Rubbing led to another, and it's just our body our bodies naturally did the talking. And, yeah. you know, I, I was naturally hard. I knew exactly where to put it. It was, it was crazy. It's like literally nature took its course. And I was, it, was, it was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my, like, adult life. So you made up for it. So you made up Absolutely. for it, definitely. That's cool. That's cool. You can't force things. You can never force things. You've got to let things naturally flow. you got to have that's, that chemistry. Connection. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, so you mentioned working at a gay club as a stripper for a while. Are mm-hmm. a lot of strippers that, you know, are dancing for women, are a lot of them gay and in the closet? Or, I mean, like, how many guys that are out there dancing for women are actually gay or in the closet? You'll never know. <laughs> I know, but what be... I'm saying is, you know, I'm not saying to say any names, Keith. No, I'm no, 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 no. I, like... I, I know. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is, you know, I'm, I, even me in the industry, as long as I've been, you find out people are gay, you find out people are straight. It's just, it's totally a melting pot. Um, yeah. In the male, in the male review, absolutely, there are gay men. There are, there are bi yep. men, and, yeah. and there are straight men. In the gay clubs, most of them are straight, but there are gay guys, there are bi guys. You never know. But in this industry, like I said, you've got to be open-minded. And a lot of guys, you know, thank goodness, are open-minded. And they will, guys yeah. you don't even think would explore, uh, you know, being with another guy, they do that because they're in that industry. And, you know, right. you know power to them. So as a male entertainer, what's your favorite routine? Uh, in what show or just like just yeah, randomly? Yeah, like in a show. Like I mean, of course you've been dressed up as a cowboy and a fireman and a police officer, right? Okay. I hate. I hate. I'll tell. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. 
I hate cowboy numbers. I absolutely hate <laughs> cowboy numbers. I'm so over cowboy. It's not my style. It's yeah. not. I feel like it's the most cheesiest, corniest thing. Even though, like, I've done great numbers in cowboy numbers. It's just, I hate cowboy. I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh, you know. Yeah. yeah Tractor sexy. And I'm like, oh, fuck my life. <laughs> um, but I we like, usually uh, do the country music, too, and country music sucks. Sorry, everybody who likes country. Can't stand country music. Sorry. But, yeah, go ahead. So, so but, cowboy uh, numbers aren't your thing. But, of course, you role play and you dress up. Like, what's absolutely. your favorite move or routine as a dancer? Uh, I would say my favorite, like, routine is anything in a chair. Um, I love when a girl's in a chair because it's like uh, she's mine. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I can do so much more with her when she's sitting. And I just like when a woman's on stage with me. Dancing is cool. Like, dancing's fun and stuff. But when I have that girl, it's so much fun because I love how scared they are or how wild they are. You know, it, it just it just brings so much to the show. And That's I play cool. with that. I just love playing with women. I love getting in their heads and, you know, like I said, making them feel sexy. So, so anything you- with the chair dance. When you're in a I, when you're in a relationship though, do you bring any of that role play into the bedroom when you're in a relationship? Uh that's a good question. Come on. I, I would say I don't, okay, so you've been with this chick for a year. That's probably one of the longest relationships you've had. But after like three years, two years, you gotta start bringing some of that role play stuff in there. Keep yeah, I mean it's it's different. I don't know, it's different. Like uh when I'm in the middle of you, it's such a show. And yeah. there's different ways, you know, I can I can turn on women with my personality and stuff. So, but when it comes to like the bedroom, I don't know. I'm I'm like you. I don't think you'd like me because I'm like I'm too romantic. Like I'm I, like I I stare at girls and like I, you know, it's very like in 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 inward. So it's not very entertaining on stage. Yeah, you know? more intimate. I'm more romantic. More I'm, I'm of yeah. That connection. And, yeah. And trust me, I do I do fuck and like um and like if I'm going really hard. <laughs> I like I like looking in the mirror. I like I like getting the girl in the mirror, and I like looking at her in the mirror. It looks like I'm watching a porno. So yeah, uh, I've done that, and I've gone I've gone to swinger clubs, and like I trust me, I have been I have been Keith Webb, the mama's boy, you know, in in other places, you know. But like when it comes to like the one I love, yeah. you know, it's just it's different. It's just it's a mental thing. All right, awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to answer your questions with the real magic, Keith Webb. Dr. Zoe has been a successful entrepreneur, philanthropist, and the confidential coach to celebrities, leaders in business, religion, and sports for over a decade. Take advantage and submit your questions on love, sex, and relationships via the Dr. Zoe Today app, drzoetoday.com, or simply hashtag AskDrZoe on Twitter. Be sure to tune in every week to hear your questions answered by Dr. Zoe and her guests. Your connection for pop sexuality. Okay, Keith, are you ready to tackle some of these questions from our listeners? Oh, I can't wait. Questions Q&A is my favorite. Okay, awesome. Okay. Rodolfo wrote in on Twitter. It said, if you could have sex in any place in the world, where would it be and with who? Sex with anybody in this world and with who? Uh, He said, you said where and who? Yeah. Anywhere Mm. in the world and with who? It's got to be kinky. You know what I mean? Like, Get the the beach and the that's stupid. No, I want to be somewhere like kinky, like in a taxi cab, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we never experienced that. That's where my mind is right now. Taxi cab. It may not be the best place, but I kind of want that. I'm kind of feeling that. 
And with Sue, uh, any girl, I'm going to say a porn star's name. I'm going to say a porn star's name just because, and you can look her up. I like who I really like into right now. I really want to have sex with. Uh, there's a girl named Carla Lane. Carla Lane, she's in porn. I always had, like, this, this fuck crush with her. So okay. look her up. Now, is she, is she mainstream or is she BBW porn? She's, she's BBW mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh shit! I okay. I didn't know that was mainstream. I mean, I'm up on my porn too. Damn. Okay. All right. So Louise yeah. wrote in and put, "I met a guy in California that I really like, but I live in New York. How do you go about making a long distance relationship work? It takes a lot. I mean, I think no, I, yeah, yeah, it, it's ahead. tough. It's really tough. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I mean, it just I've been in them." And you got to make each other videos, you got to FaceTime, you got to, you know, have a lot of communication. And it takes a lot of trust. It takes a yeah. ton of trust. So what would you say? Yeah, I was actually in a long-distance relationship with Tasha from the TV show. She lived in Seattle and I lived in Vegas. And, yeah, it was it was a struggle, but it was commitment. You know, it, it just depends on how much you care and, and how much, uh, you know, how long it will last. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, like make sexy videos, talk. Especially with your sexuality, with, with, like in your sex life, you need to constantly be open and talk about that. The one thing with me and Tasha, we're very sexual people verbally because that's all we had. So, right, you have, have a actually, lot of phone sex, definitely. Right, and and yeah. but, but that's that's not a bad thing a long distance because you no, have it's to, not. It's not a bad thing. You have to talk about it. Yeah, oh, you have yeah, to talk definitely. About it in any in any relationship, what we always teach here on Doctors Away Today is communication is key, and you need to know each other's freak level. You need to know if you guys yeah. are compatible sexually, and then if it's long distance, you already know it's compatible, and hopefully it's not long distance forever. You know, right. you have to definitely have phone sex and get each other off and send yeah. each other sexy stuff and all that kind of stuff. All right, Angel wrote in and said, Doctors Away, I've been watching your post on Snapchat. I've only been on Snapchat for like three weeks, and I'm wondering wondering if your buyer stream <laughs> also has your guest Keith Webb ever had any bisexual experiences, which I've already asked him. But um yeah, I am definitely um straight, but I like a girl every once in a while, kinda like I like a good steak. But I won't go down on girls. Girls have gone down on me, so I love to go down on guys and I love to give oral to guys, but I just I'll do everything else, but I won't give a girl oral. So if that answers your question, I guess I'm a little bi, but I'm primarily straight, if that answers your question. All right, Keith, what about you? Any? She's asking any bisexual experiences. And you already um, said. Yeah, I mean, like, I, and I'm not opposed to anything. It's just, you know, this doesn't really do anything for me. You know what I mean? Uh, the guys, like, you know, the guys who get changed backstage and all the girls are like, Oh my gosh! How did you not hook up with any of the guys? They're so hot. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't yeah, do anything. You know thing. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's cool. And 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 I've shared. I've shared girls. You know, all the time. You know what I mean? But you know, I, my focus isn't really there. You know. Right. All right. Linda but wrote I'm in. I'm always open put, to anything, though. Well, that's good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. What I'm open to is encouraging everyone to know what they like and be authentically themselves. Yeah. And to express their sexuality, like, I totally support, you know, trans, gay, lesbian community. I And I get a lot of flack for it. Like, I get a lot of hate mail. I get a lot of stuff. But I completely 100% just 
you know, co-sign on the fact that we're all individuals and we all have different tastes, especially when it comes to our sexuality. Um, because growing up Baptist, I beat myself up. I was like, why am I so horny all the time? Something's wrong with me. I'm going to masturbate. I'm going to go to hell for masturbating so much. When I was little, like, I felt so guilty about it. And then I just realized that God created me as an individual. And just because I'm high sex doesn't mean I need to be promiscuous and that I needed to be authentically myself and that God loved me and he looked at my heart, you know, not how much I right. played with my vagina. Okay, so, sure. <laughs> um, all right, Linda that wrote in, she put, um, damn, is Keith single? No, he has a girlfriend, and you've been in that relationship for a year, right? Yes, but uh, it's, our, it's, it's an open relationship, so, you know, we're free to explore Ooh. other people. Really? Yeah. And so your girlfriend, she's cool with that? Like, she's, she's totally cool with having an open relationship? Yeah, she's actually in porn, so she's kind of on oh. my level. Okay, cool. That's cool. All right, Courtney wrote in and put, does Keith want a committed relationship even though he's a stripper? If so, um, does his job get in the way of that? So he is in an open relationship. A lot of questions, a lot of girls asking about you if you're single or not. So you're in an open relationship, so you guys are committed to each other, but you have sexual experiences with other people. Is that right? Right, Absolutely. Okay. All right, Brooke, being a stripper, does Keith have any guys he works with that ever do extra, quote-unquote, favors? So we talked about <laughs> oh. that earlier with you, but what about guys that you work with? Absolutely. There's there's always guys, you know, if you got the money, man, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out a way to make you happy. So <laughs> there is. You just have to you just have to be confident enough to go up there and say, hey, would you like for, would you guys like to work for a little bit more? You know what I mean? And don't ever feel disrespected, you know what I mean? It's because it's part of our job. All right, awesome, awesome. That's so funny. I mean, but do they have to, like, like when you guys were in Men of the Strip or when you are in Chippendales, do you have to sign any kind of contractual relationship? I'm a businesswoman, so I'm thinking the business-wise. Do you, right, have to right. sign, do you have to sign anything that you won't do that, or is it just? No, that's your personal life. And once you're okay. outside the theater or outside of your job, you can do whatever you want, you know, so. Okay, awesome. All right, another Twitter question from DJ Howard. What made Keith decide to be a stripper? Maybe decide to be a stripper. I love, I, I, I'm i an entertainer, you know, through and through. Even besides the review, I love singing. I love being on stage, and I love entertaining men and women. And, you know, I love, you know, so it's not just male review. It's just entertainment in general. I just love entertaining. Um, and, and male review it's kind of, it's a fun little twist to what I've already been doing. So um, I just love sexually arousing people. It's so much fun in my career. And that's kind of why I just keep doing it because I love my job. I don't know. It's pretty simple. Straightforward. That's awesome. All right. Anonymous wrote in on the Dr. Zoe Today app and put, my girlfriend went to Vegas with some friends and when she came back, we had sex as usual. All I know, I haven't slept with anyone else besides her and now I have what I'm pretty sure is the clap. I haven't said anything to her yet, but I'm not just pissed. I want revenge. Any ideas? Well, I say just dump the bitch. <laughs> I just say yeah. dump her. I mean, and if you, like, Keith is open and he's in this industry and he's in an open relationship, but a lot of people want monogamous relationships. And mm-hmm. like I said, it's whatever the person wants. And if that's what you guys had and she came home with a clap, then I say let her go. I mean, what would you do if you were, like, you know, in a committed monogamous relationship? 
Well, my thing is this, no matter what, monogamous, open relationship, the one thing that always stays the same is honesty. And if you're not being honest, obviously right. she had to clap and she didn't tell him or she, she was sleeping with somebody else and didn't tell him, right there, there's something wrong. If you don't have honesty, you have nothing. And you exactly. always have to wonder. And when you always have to wonder, it's not worth a relationship. It's not. It, that's exactly. work. And you shouldn't have I, to work. It, you know, I think that you hit the nail on the head, and I think it's one of the smartest things anybody's ever said on my show is it doesn't matter if it's monogamy or if it's an open relationship or what it is. It comes down to honesty and trust because, you know, and that is where communication comes in in the beginning when you meet somebody that you really like or you're falling in love with is to find out what that person's expectations are and what they want. And, you know, and the thing is, is to not judge everyone of what they do, but to love everyone, but to make sure that you're in a relationship that's conducive to your beliefs and your standards and what you want. But honesty is key in every single one of these situations. And I love that. That's so true. Um, Because if you don't have trust, even if you have love or you have lust or you have like the best chemistry, if you don't have trust, you have nothing. You have absolutely Absolutely. nothing. Okay, Um, let's see here. Glenda, my boyfriend asked me if I would wear a fake mustache and have anal next time we have sex. Should I be concerned? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't say you should be concerned. I think you should embrace it and take it as an opportunity to uh, progress your your sex life. And I think it's a good conversation to talk about it and yeah. ask like why like what what makes it turn him on and he knows you think maybe he likes guys or you know or maybe he likes both and if he likes both that's not a bad thing or you know, maybe he just, just wants to play and pretend yeah, and you know pretend, see yeah. how he feels about it maybe he's just trying to explore i wouldn't he's worry about it and too much. Not, yeah. yeah it's not a bad thing it's not it's actually I would embrace it and think of, it, think of it as, like, an interesting uh, uh, project or an adventure. Like, I think of, like, a sexual journey with, with you and your other. It's a journey. You're going on a sexual journey, especially if you're with each other for a long period of time, and explore things. You try new things. Some things aren't going to work. Some things are. But the fact that your man wants to try something different, that's not a bad That's a good thing. You should talk to him about it and, and see what else, you know. And maybe yeah. you have some fantasies that hopefll play out for you, you know. There you go. There you go. Tick for tat, you know? Okay. Yeah, maybe he'll dress up as a woman. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Make him wear a wig and lipstick and heels. Put and... that strap on on and yeah. go to town. <laughs> exactly. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Tina wrote in and put, my friend told me she sleeps, uh, let's see. My friend told me she sleeps while her boyfriend fucks her. Is this, this is really disturbing to me. Is this normal? Yes, it's normal. And it's a turn on too. Like, especially if you're, you know, in a relationship and you're sleeping together every night to wake up to the D, fuck yeah. Or to be fucked to sleep is good too. Like, yeah, it's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. It really turns some people on too. It turns me on. Like, I love when my man comes up and he's rubbing his cock on my face and I wake up to that or he's or he's poking me and I wake up to that, like, or he's slapping his dick well, on my thigh well, or something. Well, is the yeah. question is, is, is he, are they still, is she still sleeping while he's fucking her? If she wakes up, okay, yeah, I get it. But if she's sleeping, yeah. still sleeping, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, I, yeah, that is. That's a little weird, I guess. But Did I mean, I think. Did you asleep? No. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say no, 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 but yeah, if she stayed asleep and like he's fucking her while she is asleep, maybe she's just, I don't know how she can get 
fucked. I mean, unless he has the problem right. that the male stripper had that I dated. Like, I don't know how she can get fucked and stay asleep. You know what I'm saying? So either she's faking it and she likes it or, you know, or right. maybe. That's probably what it is. She's probably faking it. Or he's it. trying to fuck her while she's asleep. I think there's a, yeah. we're not sure, Tina. Right back in and let us know what, you know, what's up there. But I seriously doubt she's staying asleep while he's fucking her. And if that is the case, if she's like comatose and he's fucking her, yeah, that's pretty weird. Okay. Neil wrote in and put, um, if paid the right sum of money, would Keith be a male escort to an affluent gay man? Wait, say that question again? Neil wrote in and said, Mm -hmm. if paid the right sum of money, would Keith be a male escort to an affluent gay male? Um, I mean, I, like I said, I'm offered, I'm offered all the time and, and my thing isn't, isn't money. You know, I'm not here yeah. for money. The reason why I do what I do isn't, isn't for the money. A lot of guys it is. And you know, those guys will absolutely do it if you have enough money and who knows, like if somebody was offering me like, you know, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, of course, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, that price has never okay, been Okay. So the answer oh. is the, the price, if the price is right, but it would take a lot. Yeah. But yeah. the price has got to be pretty damn good. He, yeah, okay, gotcha. Okay, Jeremy wrote in, he put, is flirting with other people online considered cheating in a relationship? Again, Jeremy, it depends what kind of relationship you're in. If you're in a monogamous, right. committed relationship, and you guys have agreed to be faithful and loyal to each other, then yes. If you're in an open, crazy, wild, you know, in the sex industry relationship, then you know, it might not be considered cheating. So it just depends yeah. on the guidelines and the boundaries that you've set up in your relationship. Yeah. I think. And, and what do you think? Yeah, and, that, and that's an, always a great thing. That's a great point. Like, you've got to know your boundaries. You have to talk about your boundaries. And I'm actually guilty of that. Sometimes I don't talk to my girl about my boundaries, but boundaries are so important. So you know. You know what's right and wrong. You know, my, my boundaries and my girl is, is a lot more open, you know, but we still have boundaries, you know. Every, I, every relationship has it. And if flirting is not a good thing, then you know, you need to talk about that. You know, the same thing with like, can she go through my phone or can I have my personal, you know, can I keep my phone personal? You know, it's, those are things that it, it comes down to your, your own personal relationship. And right. the, the most important thing, like I said, is honesty. And you can always be honest when you talk, you talk about your boundaries and be honest. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I feel like boundaries fall right under honesty. Like when, when you talk about them, you know what I mean? You, you see there black and white. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Carletta wrote in and put, when Keith was on Men of the Strip, was there any false drama, like stuff you were asked to do just for the sake <laughs> of the reality te- of reality television? Oh, uh, yes, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say what was. Yeah. But yeah. There was, but I'll say this. I'll say this. 90, no, I would say 90% of the show, it was completely, absolutely accurate. Like, the fact that I like big girls is real. You know, the fact that, you know, Derek, the new guy who came in, he was literally a new guy coming in. So most of that is real. There was some, there was, I'm not going to say what, but there were, like, parts. There was was maybe, there was one big part in the show where all the guys were laughing because it was totally not true. And we were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. But 
Yeah. You know, it may it may really I mean, get TV and yeah, you know, any kind of any kind of reality show. Like right now, I've got a couple different networks that want me to do a reality show as a life coach oh, nice. because I'm a life coach. So the first network that approached me like six months ago, they wanted it to be a scripted reality show, and I was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, I don't care it, what mm-hmm. the money is because I'm Dr. Zoe, and my whole brand is built on being authentic. If I can't say what I want to say, I'm the most fucking outspoken, no filter person that I know, and so. What the fuck am I going to do with a scripted reality show? Like, you're going to write what I'm going to say? No, I can't do that. So then the next one is, oh, we're going to let you have some creative control and this and that. The next one. So all reality shows, there's some, like, like The Bachelorette this season was total bullshit. Like, there was so much fake shit on there. Anything on True TV is completely, they're all actors. I have friends who, who, who have been on, like, a loser lick toe, towing or something, and they're all actors. And they're like, yeah, I just played this girl who is like, you know, and they're, they're, it's all, that's completely scripted. But listen, I ain't going to lie, those are very entertaining shows. I think the scripted right. shows are and some there's, of the best and there's ones. Some, and there's some, yeah, and there's some reality shows where the people who are in it, they have more creative control and it's more real right. and realistic. It just depends right. on, on what. Think, yeah, and, Right, and and my show, my my Men of the Strip show was very very accurate compared to a lot of other reality shows. It was right. very very accurate. The only thing I always say with with reality TV shows, it's who we are, but it's just an over exaggeration of who we are. Or the way so, it's for example, edited. Like, or the way yeah. it's edited can be really bad, like the way it's edited too. And it depends. And E and E, I mean, come on, E is one of the better networks out there, so that's awesome. Right. Okay, Anonymous wrote in and put my husband literally schedules when we're going to have sex. It drives me insane. What can I do to get him um, to be more spontaneous? Just be it. Just do it. Number one, communicate communicate with him if he doesn't get it. Then just like when he shows up from work, just be like spread eagle on the kitchen table, or when you're mm-hmm. out somewhere, just start rubbing on his cock or backing your ass up on him like just do it just start being spontaneous and you'll get them out of the you know out of the group like people get stuck you know like a lot of times people get yeah. stuck and they end up doing the same thing day in day out i mean scheduling when you're gonna have sex, sex i've never i've never heard of fucking, that I have, I have, I have, like, a friend that was married to, like, a, like, a sergeant, and he was, like, very militant, and he scheduled everything, like, even, like, their activities on the weekend, like, he always had a schedule, he scheduled sex, or, like, people who are really busy, and they're business owners, they're entrepreneurs, or they're just totally busy, they'll schedule sex as well, so I definitely have heard of this, or people who have kids, and they're so busy, and they schedule, like, oh, yeah, this is, but that sucks, like, that sucks, so definitely, Guys, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm the total opposite. Like, I'm I'm totally spontaneous. I don't want to know when I'm going to have sex. I I like this the spontaneous. Like, okay, we're going to have sex right now. Oh, okay, this is happening. Like, I, that's I'm the total opposite of that. I could not do. Okay, we're going to have sex right now. Suck my dick. You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. All right, Claudia wrote in and put for Keith Webb on tonight's show. Do you have any fetishes? Are you into any kink? Well, we know oh. he likes the big girls, but what else? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, this, this, so many, what's, what's like, um, I love, I love squirters, squirters, I, I, I go crazy for it, um, I love a girl to squirt, um, anything else? Are you good at making them squirt, or do they, like, are they squirting for you? It's, it's my job, if I know, it's Absolutely, like, good I, answer, because I, 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 I
Okay, like straight up. I'm a squirter, but usually when I squirt, it's not being fucked. It's that I have made yeah, myself no. squirt. Yeah, that's what you I was going to say. Like, rarely, very rarely am I being, am I squirting on a cock. It's that I'm squirting right. because I know how to stimulate myself to squirt. Right. So, you know, it's right, different. Right. Like, yeah. Um, so if you can uh, make yeah. girls squirt, that's really good. That's good. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if the girl says like, "Listen, I want to let you know I square," I'm gonna be like, "Oh, really? Oh, I'm probably not even gonna fuck you tonight. I'm probably just gonna go down on you and just tear your clit apart." You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, I want to, I want to see that as a man. Like, I just, I want to see that reaction of, of what I've just done to a girl. You know what I mean? Right. Like, listen, fucking isn't everything. Fucking isn't that. It's, it's all about having a good time. And if I can make a girl explode. Are you kidding me? Of course I'm going to go down on her and, and do it until she... Until she and most goes. girls, just so you like, so you know it too, and for the listeners as well, most girls that squirt, it's from the inside. It's from the G-spot, from the inside. So if you stimulate the inside, the G-spot, and you also play with the clit, that's the best way to get her to squirt. But usually... Well, I, yeah. Yeah, usually squirting is coming from the inside. If it's coming from the clit, she's pissing on you. Just saying. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Oh, no, I mean, I'm doing both. I'm doing both. I'm definitely getting my fingers deep in there. I mean, hey, I mean, I kind of like to pee on people sometimes, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, mind that. I, don't, I don't mind that either. The fact that you try, that's all that counts. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, anonymous. Just, they, always say, they always say you have to let go. Like, in order to squirt, you have to let go. So the fact that the girl let go, I mean, yes. if it even is I'm glad you let go because that's, that's exactly. what's Exactly. In order to have a good orgasm or have multiple orgasms, you have to let go. And I think that a lot of women, like we get so many women that write into the show that never had an orgasm or whatever the case may be, and I always tell them, play with yourself first and make yourself come first so you know what's going to turn you on and what's going to make you come. And then you have to be comfortable with your partner because, you know, I mean, to me, I just don't get it. Like I can't even remember when I wasn't having orgasms or multiple orgasms. So it's just crazy, but it's very, very common, and I've counseled women as well on how to, like, love themselves and how to masturbate to where they can start having good orgasms. Okay, another anonymous person wrote in and put, I heard you were having a male stripper on your show this week, and while I think he's really good-looking, I went to a male review a few months ago with some of my friends, and I ended up going back to the guy's hotel room to party. I got really Ooh. drunk. I got really drunk and did things I'm ashamed of, and now I'm pregnant. When I called the male dancer, when I called the male dancer to tell him, he said he didn't believe it was his. My question right. is, what would Keith do if he was in this situation? Wow, wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. you know, like like I always said, you have to you have to have safe sex. You got to you got exactly, to exactly. But Put a be, condom on. She was drunk, be, yeah. okay, but that's still not an excuse. It's yeah, still an excuse. And, you gotta be. You have to have protective sex, especially this day and age. I mean, pregnancy, sweetheart, is the least of your worries, you know, it's like you could have caught anything. But, yeah, what would you do if this situation happened to you? Um, you know, it, it's, it's a tough, tough situation, especially if you don't live near each other, especially if you live, like, long distance. You know, um, as for me, if it's my baby, you know what I mean, I'd say it's her choice, you know, but if she wanted to have the baby, I would say, okay, you know, this isn't a kid. Um and I would support it the best way I can. You know, yeah. I'm not going to go, like, say, say, she lives, say she lives somewhere, like, you know, she lives, like, five states away from me. 
I'm not going to go move my entire life, marry this girl, just so I so my kid can pretend I have a, a you know a happy relationship and I'm happy in my life, you know. But I will well, do my best. That's the wrong to reasons to get married too. I Absolutely, mean, and, a, that and a lot never of people works. do that. A lot of people do that. Like, oh, I'm going to give do. up my life. I'm going to live in my dreams, you know, so I can be, you know, so I can just have this kid believe that we have a happy family. So um, a lot of people do that. So I I wouldn't like I wouldn't change my life. But I would do my best to be in that kid's life. You know, I would go, right. I would go out there and see him and see him as much as I can and support, right. you know, my right. kid. You know, it's just a bad, it's a sucky situation. But the kid doesn't have to suffer because of it, though. Exactly, exactly. All right, Cindy wrote in and put, "Does Keith ever give oral through girls' panties on stage? And if so, when, where, and when is his next show?" <laughs> um, I can't do that because I would be fired and probably go to jail. Uh, <laughs> after hours I could, but it's all, it's all smoking mirrors. It's it, we get really close. That's for sure. Uh, there was like a scene where I spread the girl's legs open. She's sitting in a chair and I'm on my knees and I slowly like grind up on her crotch, but, and I breathe like really deeply into it, but I, I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's not, that never happens. Even like, so when I'm Cindy, that's about girl, as close as you're going to get, baby, a little hot breath really on your crotch. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that being said, go ahead and give out your information again so everybody can check out what's up with yeah. your career and keep up with you. Yeah, sure. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at Keith Webb, uh, K-E-I-T-H-W-E-B-B. And then you can follow me on Facebook and with the same name, Keith Webb. And I think you can check Keith Webb like 71 in the search. My Keith Webb will be the first one that comes up. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. And to all my listeners, tune in next time for your connection to pop sexuality. Just a bachelor